Hello and a beautiful day to you. Welcome to the School of Prosperity and Influence audio of the four. I am Adekuni Joshua Olambiwonu. I believe that ever since we started this particular session, you have been blessed by the Spirit of God. You have uh, received what that have been uh, that have been working amazingly for you. And I believe I want to believe family that you have been using the word that you have been receiving. You have been standing on it and by now you should begin to get results there is something i can assure you okay it is that the word of god is true it is that the word of god is sure and you must understand that this doctrine this is not just the doctrine of men this is not uh whatever it is we've been sharing so far is not the understanding of men but the wisdom from the throne of grace okay that is released onto you so that you can be an influence in your society so you might be asking this question that why are you listening to this message at this time you might be wondering why uh we are talking so much why this um uh this session about prosperity and influence is all about the word of god it is because we have when when a man finds the word of god he has found everything he needs there is something you need to understand okay the bible makes us understand that in the beginning all right God's spirit was, uh, you know, was uh, going around the universe when it was in, not, in a state of nothingness. But what did God do? God did not take paper. God did not take this. But God did not do anything. All he did was to say something. Alright? All he did was to say something. So, in the beginning, God said, let there be light. In all of that darkness, as dark as it was, God said, let there be light. And there was light. The, the, the Bible did not say that God probably called upon some people to start to manufacture. He did not have to manufacture the light. He just said, let there be. It is those same words, okay, that are contained in the Bible. So, if that word can create the very existence that we have today, imagine studying, okay, studying that word every day. Imagine what it would do for you. Imagine hearing that word and standing upon it. Imagine what it will do for you. The beautiful part is that we have also seen that word work out. John chapter 1 verse 1 says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The word that he said in the beginning. It was a word that he said in the beginning. That same word was with God. Okay, it has always been. And the word was God. If you come back, to, if you come down to verse 14, he went on to say, and the word became flesh. The word that God said, the ones, the word he said became flesh. Okay? And he dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Okay? It is that same word that you have received when the gospel of redemption was preached to you. It is that same word that you have received as Jesus Christ today. It is that same word that has delivered you. So if that word had translated you from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light and gave you eternal life, okay, and gave you eternal and everlasting life, if that word, if that word, okay, that became flesh and is capable and has given unto you rivers of living water, now imagine what more it could do in your personal life on this earth. So I can, I want to advise you to endeavor to go back, okay, and embrace this word, okay. Psalm 23, one of the verses said that your rod and your staff, 
they comfort me. And then he went on to say that you prepared a table before me. Before you can get to the point where God prepares a table before you, his rod and his staff must comfort you first. What is God's rod and staff? They are his spoken word and the ones that have already been written in the Bible. The ones he has sent to us in the Bible and the ones that speak to us when we commune and fellowship with him. Those are his rod and his staff. They must comfort you. You must enjoy them. You must rejoice in them. You must leave them. Before you can get to a place where you God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I want you to understand that he has already prepared this table for everyone. This table has already been prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. You are the one that needs to get to find your way to that table. You are the one that needs to find your way to that table. And as long as you are delaying in acting on the word, understanding the word, reading the word, you might not get to the table. Alright? So today we are going to continue on our series. This is audio four. And this is the first audio on the keys to prosperity. Alright? So if we have identified in our previous audios, we've talked about our identity in Christ. We've explored our authority and identity in Christ. Alright? So having said all of those things that we have, that we are a city set on the hill that cannot be hidden. The light of the world. Not the light of your room. Not the light of your community alone. But a light. A global light. Okay? A light that is supposed to shine that darkness is cannot comprehend. That is the kind of light you have. Alright? If you have not been able to, if you have not listened to the previous two audios, this is the best time to go back there, okay, and enjoy the information that vibrates that is in there. Because unless man comes to the full understanding of what or who he is, he is likely going to struggle. So this that information has been released onto you so that you do not struggle. Alright, that information has been released so that you do not what you do not struggle. So today we're going to be talking about keys to prosperity, and the first of them will be considered. There are many keys. There are many keys that you need to use one after the other. But the summary of all of those keys is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is this. That is the summary. Okay, that is the summary. The scripture says that uh, there has been an east mystery, there has been a mystery that has been hidden from ages to generations, but has been revealed to you now, the saints. To you, God has made God has willed, okay. God intends to make known to you what are the riches of this glory, and the summary of it all is that Christ in you, the hope of glory. So I want you to understand that the key to prosperity that you seek. Is already in you if you are born again believer and it is Christ in you alright so you now need information to begin to know how to use them so it is not like there are multiple keys it is still one key and that is Christ in you but uh, there are so many layers of that key that you need to use every step of the way alright and that is what we want to explore today so today we're going to explore humility and service as keys to prosperity do not forget christ in you is the master key all right it just has some layers and it is these layers that you begin as you begin to understand and use these layers you begin to experience more all right so I want you to understand that there are many keys, as I've said earlier. There's, uh, we said humility and service is a key. Love, the law of love, okay? The law of love is the basis of all the keys anyway, 
all right giving is a key Titan is another key those are keys that we will, ex- that we will consider along the way but we'll let us start from the foundation humility and service all right so before we go deeply into humility and service i want you to understand this i've said this before that if you would like to experience results in a different manner in any area of your life okay what you need is to grow what you need is to grow all right so the fact that you have automatically been translated from the kingdom of darkness to light does not mean you will automatically grow okay as at that point you are still a baby you need to mature as at that point you are still a baby you need to mature so unless you grow it might be difficult for you to do some experts this is why some you know christians kingdom believers are still struggling today it is because even though they have received jesus christ as a personal lord and savior they have refused to grow grow they did not grow and as long as they did not grow the devil will begin continue to harass them and oppress them even though they are above him all right so and it's important that you seek growth in everything you do and to kick off our discussion this evening uh, to kick off our discussion in this audio is uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 to 16 Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 to 16 Ephesians 4 14 to 16 now it says that that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine okay but by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lay in the lie in wait to deceive but speaking the truth in love may grow up into all the things may grow up into all things which is the head even christ this is to tell you that even though you have christ in you and is the master key what the book of Ephesians is saying here in verse 15 is that you have to but speaking the truth in love you should not allow yourself to be no more children so you can still have accepted Christ and still be a child you should make sure that you are no more children that are tossed to and fro by any doctrine announced by any doctrine that is not even sound all right carried away by the wisdom of men whereby him they lie in wait to deceive but you must speak the truth in love and that you grow up i've said this before that as you begin to grow you begin to use each of these keys at each levels and begin to experience results level by level there are levels to these things like i, like I used to say and i still like saying there are levels you must understand this there are levels all right so that you may be uh from 15 but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part okay making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love our, our emphasis here is on verse 15 but speaking the truth in love may grow up so you need to grow all right so it is because you you have uh, you have intended to grow in one way or another that you have landed here and so today we're going to go straight into the first key of prosperity so as person as someone that needs to grow there are some behaviors you exhibit as you are growing to grow means that you are you are uh, you are becoming better 
and better. It means that you are experiencing progress. So there are some manifestations you should have as you begin to experience progress, as you begin to grow, okay? And as you begin to grow, you begin to prosper. So it is not that growth is automatically synonymous to prosperity, all right? Growth is, uh, when you grow, there are some behaviors, okay, that shows that you have grown. Let us look at uh, Romans 5.1. I want to quickly show something there. Romans 5.1. I want to quickly show something there. All right, look at this. Um, from, uh, from verse 3. And not only so, because we'll still come back to 1 and 2. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation worketh experience. Worketh patience, rather. And patient experience and experience hope. Hope. Do not forget that the summary of all of these things is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So, as you begin to grow, there are some manifestations that should appear in your character. There are some manifestations that should be in your behavior. It is these manifestations of yours, it is these manifestations of the spirit that shows that you have grown, that will bring prosperity to you. So you may have, you may be reading the Bible for as long as you care if you are not growing, if you are not allowing the word of God to penetrate into your life and acting upon it such that you are growing, or right, such that you have the manifestations, you might still not prosper. Let us get these things clear. So it is not just by carrying the Bible, listening to audios, listening to you know a lot of wonderful and amazing spirit-filled speakers, spirit-filled pastors, spirit-filled teachers that will automatically guarantee you growth. No, it is until you learn to stand on the word that you have received and act these words, okay? Then you will begin to manifest some character. Your character begin to align. See here that we glory in tribulations. It, it, it can be so difficult to glory in tribulation. That is a character that can, that is a behavior that can only come as a result of massive growth. That even though you are facing tribulations, you give all glory to God. You are not thanking God for the work of the devil, but you are thanking God because you know you have crossed over. Because tribulations work at patience, okay? You know already that tribulation here work at patience, and patience work at experience, and experience hope. Alright, so it is important that you have to go through all of those things. So, please, do, do not get these things mixed up. You have to, by growing, by default, when you begin to act on the word of God, this word of God that you are receiving and the ones you've received in the past, and the ones you will continue to receive, when you begin to act upon them, okay, you begin to grow. And the, the what we can point at as a pointer of your growth are the manifestations in your, in your behavior, in your character, in your way of life, in the things you say, in your confessions. In the things you seem important, in the things you care about, we begin to see these changes. And as these changes begin to appear, prosperity begins to come near. Because when the mind of the man is prosperous, the man is bound to prosper. We have said this before. Alright? So the first thing I would like us, the first um, key we are considering today is humility. You have to understand. So what one of the manifestations of your character that will happen when you grow is humility. And humility is the very important key to prosperity. If you see a man that is so confident of himself, 
that is so confident in his actions, believing that he can he has conquered the world by himself. God, that kind of man should wear it because he's coming down. Let us. I, I would have said if, if there was no time, I would ask us to look at King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar in the Bible was the king of uh, Babylon. All right. And he, one day he woke up and said, "Okay, so I have these so many kingdoms under me. Oh, by my might I have done this. By my deeds I have done that." He he exalted himself. And what did God do? If you read the story of Nebuchadnezzar, if you have time, go read and read the story of Nebuchadnezzar. So God took him from among men, okay, and okay, and turned him into an animal. And he ate grass, and dew fell on his body for a season, until his heart changed, okay, and he humbled himself before his Creator. You have to understand this: that the reason God has blessed you thus far is not to glory in yourself. It is not to say you have done this by yourself. The reason you have received all of the gifts you have, the reason you have received the breath of life, the reason you have received, you know, the reason you have even received the gospel of Jesus Christ and accepted him, the reason you have all of the blessings you have today and can listen to me, okay, is so that men may give glory to God through you. That is the sole reason. God, you are to be a vessel unto honor that men will look upon and give glory to God. So if you now stand in a place where you are saying, oh, I did this myself. Oh, I made this. Your language is such that you are saying this. It means you are alienating yourself from God, your source, and automatically you are alienating yourself from prosperity. Humility. Humility is so important because it is it is something that can it is something that cannot be taught it is something that becomes a part of you as a reason of understanding and as a reason of your growth humility is not something you can we can't teach you how to be humble no one can teach anyone how to become how to become humble you become humble as a character trait that becomes a part of you as you continue to grow as your spirit continues to grow you become more humble Alright, so let us look at the book of uh, humility. So you must be humble first to God and then humble to people around you. Alright, I want us to look at 1 Peter 5 6 here. 1 Peter 5 6. I hope you're taking notes of these uh, scriptures as they're coming. If you're not taking notes before, please do that. 1 Peter 5 6. It says that uh, 5 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Let me read that again. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, alright, that he may exalt you in due time. Okay. Uh, let us take it from verse 5, alright. It says, likewise, ye younger submit yourselves unto the elder this is to tell you that it is not just god you need to humble yourself to if you say you are humbling yourself before the mighty hand of god and you are rude to people around you okay you are not you are not being humble you are not practicing humility as a matter of fact it is here first that five likewise ye younger okay submit yourselves unto the elder yeah, all of you be subject one to another. Listen to one another. Be humble to one another. 
Do not be puffed up unnecessarily. Do not feel that you are above anyone. Do not feel that you are. It is your by your strength that you have done anything. This is the. This is one of the important keys to prosperity. Okay, so all of you sub, be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisted the proud, and He gives grace to the humble. Hallelujah. God resists the proud, and He gives grace to the humble. Let me be. Let me be the vessel that God is using to tell you this again today. That God resists the proud and give grace to the humble. See, it would have been better for the man, okay, if God just alienates himself from the man. But the Bible here is saying that God resists. It means that God is not even taking an action, okay, against the man that is humble. Sorry, that is proud. He resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. So if you must be prosperous, you need to be humble. You need to be humble before men of all ages, small, old, young. Because if you are not humble before men, you cannot say that you are humble before God. If you are not humble before men, you cannot say that you are humble before God. This is the first key we are considering. Humility. Be humble before men. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God. That you see, the, the beautiful thing is that there is a clause to it. After God has told you that I will resist the proud and give grace to the humble. Okay? I, he went on to say in verses that if you humble yourself before my mighty hand, if you humble yourself before the mighty hand of God, he will exalt you in due time. He will exalt you at the appointed time. He will exalt you at a time that is okay for you. He will exalt you at the time that men will give glory to God through you and it will be okay for you. He will exalt you at a time that is better because he knows better. Humble yourself therefore before the mighty hand of God that he will what? That we exalt you in due time. I want to repeat again, for God resisted the proud and gives grace to the humble. If you want to experience prosperity, the first thing you need to manifest is humility. For it, But you must know that humility is impossible to manifest without love. Love is the next key, okay, we are going to be considering in the next audio. But let us consider humility for now. It is, impo- it is impossible for you to, to experience prosperity without humility. Now, we're not talking about vain humility. We're not talking about <clears throat> vain meekness. We're not talking about fake humility. It says you humble your... That means you submit yourself. Children, submit yourself before the elders. You submit... You, 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 when, you, when, you, when you submit yourself, it means you hand over yourself. You allow yourself to be corrected. You allow yourself to be controlled. You sorry, directed. You allow yourself to hear instruction. You see, some people because they have them, they have some degrees. Some young ones because they read some books and they felt that uh, after all, I'm a degree holder. I have MSc. I have PhD. My father does not have any of that. So when he's talking, I should be. I am a learned person. I can talk back too because at least me too. I am learned because at least I have responsibilities. 
because at least I have experience, because at least I am somebody too. This Bible is saying that submit yourself. That is what the word of God says, that if you want to prosper, submit yourself to your elders. Now, not just your elders, be humble to everyone around you. Whether they are older, whether they are younger, become humble. Become an embodiment of humility. And what will you see? And God, and God continues to give you grace. God continues to give you grace. So every time you are manifesting humility, you are, you are, you are incurring to yourself the grace of God. Because that is what the God of, God of God says and never sins. It never fails. And the beautiful thing is that if you now submit yourself totally to God, you submit yourself totally to God, okay, it will exalt you in due time. So the question now is, how do you submit yourself? One, by submitting yourself entirely to what the, to the to instructions that God has given unto you. By submitting yourself entirely to his will in you, over your life. Both the ones that has been ministered to you through the Holy Spirit and the ones that has been that you read, alright, in the scriptures. Submit yourself to his will. If you want to submit, if you must submit yourself unto the mighty hand of God, it means that you have submitted yourself to his will first. You are living the life, the kind of life God wants you to live. You are living by instruction. You know, we said this before that if you want to prosper, God's rod and his staff must comfort you. So, how do you be submit yourself to God? You submit yourself to his rod and his staff, and they must comfort you. That's the first thing. And the second way is to be humble to everyone around you. Young, old, at whatever age. Even if you are more learned, even if you are more experienced, be humble. It does not cost you anything to be humble. Because for a man, every man that seeks the grace of God, they have to be humble. That is the first key, humility. The second key we are going to be considering is service. This is a very, very important key. Because there are some people that has been humble, okay, and stopped there. You don't become humble and stop there. You serve. There is one thing I understand vividly. That God does not bless empty hands. Okay. Let me repeat for emphasis. God does not bless empty hands. God does not bless empty hands. So if you are stretching your hand forth for blessings, there must be something in them for him to bless. If God is to account or if God wants to exalt, you see, the scripture says that humble yourself before the mighty hand of God that he will exalt you in due time. There must be something you are doing before your time is due. There must be something you do before your time for exaltation is due. So it is what you do during the time before your exaltation time is due, before the time you are being exalted is as come that will determine the level of your exalted your exaltation rather. That will determine the level of the high you can go. I want you to understand this: that if you humble, if you submit yourself before the hand of God, okay, you must serve. Because it is in service that you, you know, it is in service that you receive reward. It is the reward for your service multiplied that you get when it is time for you to be exalted. So you can't say you are being humble alone without serving God. You serve. You serve. You serve. You serve by any means necessary. You serve. Alright? You serve. So how do you serve God? Simple. 
you serve God through the people that he has positioned into your life. You serve God through the people that he has positioned in your life. You serve God through the people that he has positioned in your life. You become an influence to them. You see, you notice that from the beginning of this session, we've been talking about prosperity, 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 but we did not mention influence yet. Because when you prosper, you will influence people. It's as simple as that. You just need to take one, two steps, and then the influence continues. You have to understand this. You must become an influence to the people, a godly influence to people that he has positioned in your life. And that is how you serve God. You, you serve God through the people in your fellowship, through the people in your church, especially the household of faith, the household of God. You must be an influence there. Somebody that cares about the brethren. Somebody that's serving God through men. Okay, you serve God through the people in your office, you serve God through the through your customers, you serve God through your neighbors, you serve God through everyone you come into contact with, either by sharing the word of God with them, sharing love with them, sharing the love of God. You don't have to preach to someone before you share love to them, giving to them out of your abundance. Serve everything you see. There is something I learned recently, and it goes over everything you want people to do for you, start doing for them. If you want people to start giving you 10 million, start by giving people 10,000. If you want to receive one, if you want, if you are the kind of person that dreams like me, that I wake up one day and somebody credits me with 50 million, you have to wake up one day too and credit somebody with 5,000 that you have first. Serve God. Not, not somebody that asks from you, not somebody that can say thank you. Because if your friend, if you give you, if you if you help your friends that can say thank you, then what reward have you? But give unto the people that even if they want to thank you, they won't know how. Give to the needy, to the less privileged, to people around you. Serve God through the men he has positioned in your life. You see, when we come to giving, all of the time, we think it is all about money, money, money. Giving does not start and end with money. You can give your clothes. You can share your food. You can give your advice. You can give information. You see, all of those flyers that they used to ask you to share on faith, you know, those flyers, those e-flyers, they ask you to share on status. It is a way of serving God through men too. So this man needs help. That is why he's asking me to share this thing. Will this thing help people? Yes. Share it. Share people with information. Tell people about that role you learned about that it is not working for you, that you cannot feel into. Tell somebody else about it. Let them come and feed the role. There's a job opening around you. Share it with people around you. Don't be envious of people. Pray for your enemies. Serve God through the people he has positioned in your life. Because if you cannot serve God through men, you cannot, you cannot say you are serving God. And do not forget, so far today we've talked about two keys. The first one is humility and the second one is service. And we have mentioned we, our, anchor, our anchor test is First uh, Peter chapter 5, verse 6. And it says that, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Alright? And we have, we have said so far that it is important for you to serve all right, before your due time comes so that your rewards can be what? Can be full. Serve. These are the first two keys to prosperity. Humility and service. They go hand in hand. And as we begin to share these uh, keys, you will find that most of them go hand 
a plan. Humility and service. From this day onward, I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you begin to manifest the humility in the name of Jesus, that you begin to find it easy to serve God through men in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this audio. Have a great time.